It is time for another journey deep into the lining of the magical talking hat. Hat wranglers Tony and William reach into the yawning chasm that is the hat and pull forth the questions you have posed. Will they tire of your question quickly? Is your name Azure Talon? Then perhaps they will. But then perhaps not. But that will remain a mystery until we venture into the magical talking hat. So, I will be the first to admit that I probably take my streaming services algorithms more serious than most people. Oh, how, how do you mean? Uh, I mean that I am very big on can training these things into actually suggesting things for me to the degree that like when my wife wants to watch a YouTube video on the TV, if it's something that's too far out of my wheelhouse, I will log out and log in as a guest or something so that YouTube doesn't think I might be interested in more of whatever that is. Right. Uh, I am I am attempting to ease back on this insanity. Uh, <laughs> but it's still there. And I also am attempting to ease back on it mostly because I don't understand how these algorithms work. And I don't just mean like on a on a granular level. I mean in general. Right, right. For example, this is why I bring this up. So, my wife had me watch uh, a gentleman by the name of Ivan Miranda on YouTube. I would recommend him. I've only seen a few of his videos now, but he's very fun. Uh, he's a maker kind of guy, and in particular, <laughs> what we were watching was him deciding he was just going to build an automated marble clock where black and white marbles like come down a chute and spell out what the time is mm. and then every minute new marbles come in and they 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 have to be recycled up via an elevator and stuff and this ended up being four different videos over the course of several weeks uh, cause it was a really huge project and he like, we recently watched the last two and the start of the third one, he realized that some basic fundamental things meant he had to basically rebuild the whole rig. Oh no. From scratch. But I think he's very popular cause I noted that one of the videos was only like two weeks old and it had over 2 million views. So wow. I think he's very popular. He's also very funny. Um, but he's just very interesting in the stuff he builds. So I would uh, uh, recommend him and have, again, his name is Ivan Miranda. And so having watched four of these on my YouTube account, I assumed YouTube might suggest another video by him. Instead, from what I can gather, YouTube thinks primarily I'm really into marbles. <laughs> And yep. to a lesser extent, into clocks. Mm. So some of them are maker ones. Somebody else uh, was making a roller coaster clock 
that appears to use marbles on a small track kind of thing. Uh, other ones are just people, they just, you want to see this dude's marble run? Uh, do you want to see this guy make like a water clock? Like, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand why it has not, it's been a couple days and I watch a lot of those YouTube and I scroll through recommendations. Not a single other video by Ivan Miranda, but so many videos about marbles. I'll tell you a secret. I don't care that much about marbles. Well, so his videos are probably tags, clock, marble, but not Ivan Miranda. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So if it's going by his tags, you'd think that it would matter the channel, right? And that they would suggest another channel, yeah. which I thought I thought YouTube algorithms algorithms did do. But they also are based on tags that we know. So maybe it's just picking up marbles. And... I post a YouTube video every week. I've never <laughs> put tags on anything. Oh, well, yeah, I don't usually put tags on anything I post either. But most people who are like making a living at it put tons of tags on there so people can find it when they search. So why do you think I'm not making a living at this? <laughs> how do you think i provide for all of this oh no all i know from from previous experiences is that if i watch a video by somebody it thinks i want to watch another video by that person yeah and i watched four of this guy sure yeah right right i mean that's surely uh i mean I've, I've noticed that too with youtube i'll watch one video even just one video by someone and they'll suggest others from that same person for sure that does happen but also i'll get videos about the subject matter, which I think the algorithm only knows because the creator put that in there, put that in the, whatever you call it. I don't know if they even call them tags anymore. I think they just call them. I don't know, but uh, I do know because I posted enough YouTube people. Well, I, I've posted enough YouTube videos to know that there are, there, there is this section where, like I said, they used to just call them tags, but I think. I hope the rest of you in the recording can hear what William is saying. To me, he just seems like the slowly fading ghost of uh, some Victorian gentleman. In someone else's video, I'll get a suggestion for that. So, I don't know. All right. I didn't catch most of that. <laughs> I just spent the time making fun of you because I didn't catch it because you started going... But I know from experience on the recording, it may be fine. So people will just see you talking and then hear me talking about how I can't hear you. So that'll be fine. Um, that is a very rational explanation. And as per usual, you are successfully the death of comedy. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Magical Talking Hat Podcast. The only podcast in the world that misses 97% of the shots we don't take. Uh, flying in the face of Wayne Gretzky's common wisdom. Um, we can't explain it either. It's fluke, but it's true. Uh, I'm Tony. And I'm William. This is episode 668. Were you sure? I thought the last one was 668. I don't think so. Oh, this is 668. Let me check.
Mm -hmm. Oh, you're right. Somehow it was stuck on the wonked. That was 667. This is 669 because I forgot totally about Butterfinger Butt, a title that I hate. Good job. Oh, shut up. <laughs> also, that reminds me. Last night, um, I'm having dinner with the neighbors. And we sit down afterwards and we're just talking. And one of them, she pulls out this bag. And she pulls out these little candies. And she, she puts one in her mouth. And the shape of it made me wonder. And I'm like, no, nah, it's just because we were talking. I don't know. But then when she did it like a second time, I was like, I, I don't, I, I'm just curious. What is the candy that you're eating? And she said, Zots. And I was like, oh, they really have Zots. And we talked about Zots, and apparently, apparently they're hard to come by nowadays, but you can you can get them sometimes. Um, and apparently she had a terrible history with them where she had an ulcer in her esophagus as a young child and they didn't know about it. And so she would go visit her dad's house and just eat a ton of Zots, and they would be like painful. <laughs> Oh gosh! And yeah, for a while she couldn't eat them because because of the association. But now yeah, she's a little more careful. But yeah, I saw Zots the other day. It was fun. You're the one who said Butterfinger Butt, so it is your fault. I know. Also, I was in, I was in denial about that episode because of the when disturbing I, title. When, I find something like that. That is your cue that you've only got however minutes, many minutes left in the episode to come up with a better title. Well, I didn't. And Butterfinger <laughs> Butt came along pretty early. So. I didn't know you were going to make it the title of the episode. I, it's, uh, it's not the worst title, though. Oh, you're, you're doing the thing again. I don't like it. Don't do the thing. Stop it. Stop it. Move at normal speed. And stop being all echoey and weird. I don't like it. Be normal. Your internet connection is unstable. And now you're back. Yeah, I've been yelling at you this whole time. Yeah, I knew you... I. You froze and the, the ceiling fan in the back stopped. So it's like, okay. Nah, so I nothing's you happening. You were just doing that thing again. <laughs> it sounds like someone's doing a reading from their novel in their sleep. Hmm. Like they're having a dream that they're doing a book reading. That's what you sound like. It's like, ever I since the, i was a boy i don't know what the problem is i mean my i've got all the bars on my internet doesn't seem to be any problems on our my end i i don't i don't hang out at bars so i wouldn't know what you're talking about uh for those of you just joining us uh we have a hat it is magical in that it has its own email address the magical talking hat at gmail.com uh people email that email address the magical talking at gmail.com with uh, whatever they want notes comments questions topics whatever the hat magically via its own methods forwards those emails to us and we read them and we talk about them and that's basically it um 
man, this has been an uneventful week for me. Yeah. I mean, I did go have pancakes with you, whatever, but I consider that more just sort of like volunteer hours, like a charitable volunteering kind of thing. You should, you should commit some crimes so that when they give you, um, when they give you community service sentence, you can just say, can I just go have pancakes with William? I mean, think of all the community service. You're doing the Lord's work there. Yeah. How think of all the, you're doing all this community service and you don't even get to commit any crimes. I mean, you, you've got to, you've got to do something about that. Turn it, save it up. (laughs) Also again, have you met? Why are you assuming I'm not committing crimes? I'm not assuming you're not committing crimes. I'm assuming you're not getting caught for them. Yes. And I feel a little guilty about that. So as penance, uh, you sentence yourself. I get yeah, it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, never mind. Just having, everything I just said. Having pancakes with you is what makes me feel comfortable in myself enough to go out and commit crimes. <laughs> okay, I get it. Uh, forgive me. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm like, I'm I'm a good dude, you know. <laughs> sure, occasionally I beat up an old lady, blow up a bus full of nuns, but I take William out for pancakes sometimes. <laughs> Do you do that? I don't think so. No, you're right. You're right. You want to trade. If somebody else wants to take over, take him away for pancakes. I'll stop killing all those nuns. But nobody ever takes me up on it. Oh, this connection thing is really going to be bad. Now he's like laughing, but it's in slow motion. So it looks like one of those like in memoriam things at an award show. This is for all the unsuccessful podcasters who have left us this this year. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Wow. There was a oh, freeze. going to look like? There was a freeze, and then there was a the recording stopped, and then when the recording started, right away, right away. And nothing's converting right now. I touched nothing. I got kicked out of the meeting, hmm. and then brought back. I assume the recording stopped because you were in the meeting alone. Yeah, and but- it's not converting anything. So hopefully, it's all going to be there. I mean, it's recording um, again. I, was it, will it be two different recordings or what? Well, if that was the case, I would expect it to have already started converting the first file. And it did not. So if it is two files, I can stitch them together. That's fine. Um, if you guys are noticing a jump, absolutely nothing happened. There was like five seconds. It also makes me think all my hilarious witticisms aren't making it in. So that's sad. They were pretty good. And now you're doing it again. Hmm. What's going on, do you think? I don't know. My, maybe my internet's bullshit. I have no idea. All right. How's your week been? Uh, well... 
internship starts, well, when people finally see this, it will have started back on Monday. So from here on out, it's, I mean, even though I'm still an intern, every week's just going to basically be work, you know? So um, I won't <clears throat> be working every day of the week like I will be probably by July, but most I'll be working most days. And the days I'm not working, I'll be in school. So it's it's really going to feel like I've started a 40-hour, you know, a week work. Schedule. You've got more coursework? Mm-hmm. I know it's kind of ridiculous, but, but I mean, during the practicum, uh, I also had coursework, but I was only going in like one or two days for the practicum because that's all that was required for hours. But now there's enough hours required for internship that the, that the rest of the hours of the week are going to be, you know, just taken up with schoolwork. So it's, this is the first point of my whole program where it's going to feel like, well, now I've just got a job again, you know, 40 hour working mm -hmm. job. Um, I mean, I'll still be able on, uh, to record like we have been, uh, I, um, at the time we have been because, you know, it's just an hour out of my, my school day in the first day of the week or whatever. And eventually, um, I'll be seeing clients now instead. So we'll have to do something Move like that. But, but my, my subjective experience basically is, oh, now I have a job. You know, now I have that 40, 40 hour. Are you job. getting paid for this part? Um, that's complicated. I, I actually, I kind of am in a way. Um, but it has but to like do under with, the table in like livestock and things. No, so um, the the plan is that I'm going to um, have an office over here that's going to be the branch office of a larger agency. Right. And it's going to kind of going to be my office, although just starting out, obviously, I'm going to need help. And it's I'm not like going to be the main the principal person there or anything at first. But <clears throat> the, the the office is going to take some time to. Um, you know, to get started. So. In a way, I'm kind of like donating my wage back to make that work if that makes any sense not at all <laughs> it's it's a business arrangement uh that i've basically made so that i can so that when i'm finished with all this i can kind of have my own office right at the start although again it's not going to be entirely that way because the way licensure works in iowa there needs to be a supervisor etc 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 there's all kinds of technical things but <clears throat> but i'm 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 making business agreements with these people so that, you know, down the road, once, once, uh, once I've got full licensure, which will be two or years or so after I graduate, it'll just be my office. So, so in a way, no that, one else will be allowed in. So in a way, what I'm making is still going to help me. It's to help me build my office. Maybe, does that make any sense? Maybe. I'm just putting it all back it, in the business is what I'm saying. It might. Yeah, I think it vaguely makes sense in, in the sense that I understand the concepts you are attempting to express. I do not necessarily believe it makes sense in terms of an actual, I, I don't know that I think it makes sense as a decision, but I think I understand the concept you are suggesting. <laughs> 
Well, it's different than because because usually people think of internship as well, you're either getting paid or you're not. Yeah. And this isn't just that I'm not getting I, 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 I'm not, it's doing it again. <laughs> I don't know that we can use this. What are we going to do? Mm -hmm. What's the rest of your week look like? Well, that's, I, I, that's a good question. Uh, there's a big snowstorm coming through tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not sure what's going to happen with my schedule tomorrow. It, it might be that I, that I'm, if I, get any hours in tomorrow it's going to be what they call indirect hours because it, yeah. which is hard to get i don't want clients traveling during a snowstorm i don't want to travel during a snowstorm which means i might be available tomorrow for you know an hour easily i'd be available tomorrow too i don't know that for sure but i haven't heard back from i'm checking with a whole bunch of other people about that and i haven't heard back i i contacted them early this morning and i still haven't heard yeah, I don't know that I'm going to be available tomorrow, unfortunately. Okay, so well, the, uh, there's evenings. I mean, I should be available most evenings. Yeah, let's keep doing it. I've decided I'm too lazy, so it keeps this going. What I was saying was I, I had the option to to get paid for the internship, but it it looked like it would help the business, ultimately my business, to go ahead and and let that money go back into the business, especially since I wasn't expecting to get paid for the internship. Like I didn't, it wasn't going to be a financial uh, um, hardship for me to, to do that. So it's a little risky, right? Because I don't know what's going to happen. But, and that's, that's money maybe in the future instead of money right now. But it just seemed like a it just seemed like a smart risk to increase the chances that when all this is said and done, I'll have my office, my own office. So that's what I did. <clears throat> I mean, that's not how it was when I was a therapist at all. But you know, things change over time. I guess. I'm all old. Right. See, I'm old. I well, don't want to start at the bottom. So you have just answered the question how your next week is going to be. Um, now let me ask you how your previous week was. Well, you know, I had I had a great time visiting with you when we uh, got together. Um, I like to help you out like that. Uh, we've been watching the same stuff. We. Continue to watch Fargo. I continue to be disappointed in it in a lot of ways. Although today's episode that we watched had at least one good scene in it. We um, are we are dragging our feet. We have I don't think I've watched any more since we spoke on it. Uh, we've been doing a fair bit of movies lately, though. Unfortunately, none of them have been very good either. But I mean, we're playing. Uh, I saw you a on lot of doing Diablo Four. 
yeah, still fun. It's interesting this game though, because it's not an RPG, right? And your character just does like you don't really make choices. Like if you meet a yeah. character and the character says, I need help with this, your character just says, Okay. <laughs> In video games, I think it technically still qualifies as an RPG because you are choosing improvements in your character, and that's how video games define an RPG. Uh, but no, you're right. You. It doesn't have a story that you have any influence on. No, you don't make choices. You don't... I mean, not, it's not just that you don't make choices that change the environment around you or whatever, like in Fallout or something. You don't make choices at all. Yeah. Unless Nobody you don't... Nobody ever asks you a question that you get to pick an answer for. Right. Or, and the only choice you get is maybe you'll see there's a little thing over someone said that says there's a quest there and you decide not to bother that person maybe you make that choice but if you talk to that person if you talk to that person you're going to do their quest whatever it is even if it doesn't because here's the thing while you're playing the game and the game just makes choices for you it does sort of create a sense in your mind of your character you're not choosing it but the game seems to be choosing it and then but so then sometimes when you except your character accepts a, uh, an assignment or a quest or something. It doesn't seem like it goes along with the personality that has been built up by all of the choices that it made earlier. Let me give you an example. So <clears throat> in this game, interestingly, all of the classes you can pick are kind of outsiders to the established um, hierarchy of the world. What I mean by oh, that yeah. is, so you're familiar with how there's like a, a you know a religion like a, a a a religion around the concept of light and they worship angels and stuff or whatever and there's a hierarchy in there and if they wanted to they could have made the classes things like oh you're a templar or you're a a knight errant or you're a priest they could have done that but all of the all of the classes are things like you're a druid who's not really part of the the stab, the established religion uh you're a barbarian with, by definition, kind of outside the norms of the culture. You're a you're a necromancer. That's another one. Again, the necromancers are generally considered bad guys in this world. Um, and a sorcerer is kind of on the bubble, I guess. But all these classes you can pick are outsiders. And you go to areas in the world and have quests and interactions with, for example, Abby's playing a druid, and there's a part of the world where you meet other druids. And those druids complain... <laughs> about the established religion coming in and messing up their stuff. Like in one plot, the Druids have these wards that they've established around a particular area that keeps out bad things. And this, the church has come in and destroyed them because they're heretical. And they also put their own kind of, you know, symbols and icons in there to be wards, which they fail at doing. And so her druid is talking to this druid, and this druid is complaining about the church or whatever. Meanwhile, her druid is constantly taking, showing deference to that church and taking missions from them and speaking to members of that church with, with politeness and reverence. And it's like, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think a, your character would do that based on all the she other may be a druid, but first and foremost, she is a businesswoman. <laughs> and if you're a businesswoman, you don't want to alienate any potential partners or customers. It's just funny. It's just funny how keep, keep politics out of my business. <laughs> it's just weird. 
it's just like all of the classes are outsiders, but none of them really act like that. They interact with other people who are like them, who are outsiders and who criticize the status quo as you would expect, but they don't, your character never does, which is just kind of interesting. I mean, why would they go to all the trouble of making all the characters, all the, all the player characters, outsiders without them having options or, or even if they weren't options for you, the, the character without it being part of your, your character's story to also have, you know, chafe under the, you know, the, the status quo. I don't understand. Blizzard, the company, um, historically is well known for its really good uh, world building and lore and storytelling. And some could argue Diablo is the first of that uh, because Diablo was kind of their first big hit. I have never found any of the Diablo story and I have dived deep in to the wikis on it and stuff. And I've never found it particularly compelling story Mm. if i'm honest Mm. it's got some good mythic shit to it but just the day-to-day stuff i don't know it never worked for me and honestly i think uh blizzard is more and more just a soulish soulless uh money-grubbing monstrosity so i would imagine it again in my experience their skill at things like storytelling and world building is suffering more and more and they're getting really good at microtransactions instead well there's a lot of that yeah but i mean when you go to another part of the you know the map is vast and it is interesting when you go to one of the places that are kind of on the fringes how those people view again the 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 over, the power hierarchy that kind of governs the the center of the map basically it's interesting to hear them talk about their experience and and the things that they don't like about it and how it <clears throat> how it interferes with the ways they've usually done things that's that's always an interesting story element for me it just <laughs> it's just disjointed from what your character's doing especially if your character is one of those people it's just so weird um, I don't know. I, it's I don't know if it's a missed opportunity or if it's just laziness or or what. Mm. Well, I didn't do it, so uh, <laughs> sure. I I told them I said these have to be consistent. They didn't listen. Well, I, I actually so. like the part of the game where we go to one of these countries and they're talking about how the church the established church has impacted them negatively and and gotten in their way i i find it interesting i like what they're doing with it it just it doesn't if i had to guess they minimized or eliminated any dialogue on the part of the non-player characters that would require any changes depending on which character it was Mm, that's probably right yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um there may be a few bits where they say things slightly different if you play this or if you play this but based on my own diablo experiences they probably just made lines so that no matter what character was interacting it would sound the same yeah which means you can't acknowledge that that's a druid or i mean sometimes sometimes the non-player character will say oh you're a druid etc etc but like you're right. Whenever, whenever her druid character says anything in those contexts, it's 
always the exact same thing that my sorcerer would say. Mm. Exact. I mean, my sorcerer wouldn't be acknowledged by the non-player character. The, the non-player character wouldn't call me a druid or say, well, you're a druid, so blah, 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 blah. But whatever I say back is exactly what her character would say. So, yeah, I think you're right about that. Which hmm. is especially lazy, though, with the player characters, because that's the place you can get more original, I suppose. But I, uh, I just wish they I wish they would have, because I I'd, I'd, yeah. even if even if Abby can't make the choices, it would be interesting to see what that Druid character would do or say in that circumstance that's affecting other Druids. Right. You like, know what it's would... time for. Fan fiction. Get right. <laughs> Anyway, well, we enjoy playing it. It's it's mostly because we can play together, right? I mean, there's just yeah, yeah. not very many couch co-op games, and and it's it's fun. But anyway, go ahead and tell me about your week. I know you didn't think a lot happened, but you always have. I don't a lot got to say. nothing on it. I don't got nothing on it. Um, we watched the family plan. Uh, it's a movie on Apple TV Plus. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is doing one of the many direct-to-streaming movies right now about someone secretly an assassin or spy in the family. or <laughs> As if that's never been done. Or... That's funny. Yeah, but lately, it's there's just a ton of them. Yeah, why is that, I wonder? I don't know. There was the Chris Evans, Anna DeArmas one, uh, there was, which we watched. There's Role Play or whatever. That's the Kaylee Cuoco one. I think there's a third one i'm not thinking of and then there's this one uh i didn't want to see it but i didn't think it would be a problem and trish wanted to see it uh or at least trish thought it'd be funny it wasn't is a hot garbage it's it's everything that's wrong with the world today it's it's mm. a really bad movie um it's not interesting it's not funny it's not compelling it's not it doesn't make sense i mean these aren't it's doing just, well are they i mean I don't know what defines well anymore. Oh, I don't right. I don't know how this stuff works. Yeah. Yeah. Um and also nobody knows because one of the great things about the streaming services is they don't have to slash don't tell you what the viewing numbers were. Right. Hmm. Um, because that's good, I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't understand. But yeah, any oh, y'all can feel totally free to skip it it is not a good movie um other than that mostly what i've been doing is playing redemption 2 mm. now you've played I it finally... before right no not at all no oh i thought you had a foray into it or something no uh, no, no 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 i played okay. red dead redemption i played yeah, that right, game right. yeah yeah a long time ago no, I finally have played Red Dead Redemption 2. This is going to be my winter game. And how do you like it? That's a complicated question. Uh-huh. Well, let's hear your complicated um, answer. I'm interested I was, to know. So the game was going to pay me, but I really wanted my own office. So... No, wait, that's not it. Um... So I was prepared for the fact, and this is true with a lot of these giant open world things, the beginning is going to suck because the beginning 
doesn't let you do like you just have to do exactly what it tells you and you have no control and it's throwing everything at you and in particular this game which is all about being in the wild west and being able to ride your horse wherever you want and do whatever starts off in a horrific blizzard that you're trapped in for like weeks of game time which is actually just like a couple hours of play um so it's real the opening is really not fun but i knew that coming into it mm. so i was prepared it's there is a lot going on it is quite overwhelming how many parts there are to this game how many moving bits are involved um we have so many different stats that mean different things. And there are certain things you can do to fix. You have three different. Oh boy. oh boy. I thought you had a weirdly serene look on your face. What's the last thing you heard me say? You, you said there's a lot going on and it's quite overwhelming. Yes. There are just so many moving pieces and so many different mechanisms and so many different stats. I have my health stat. That makes sense. I have my stamina stat. Also get that. I have my dead eye stat, which is more confusing, but that's about it. That's, that's like my bullet time. I can shoot things real cool or whatever. But each of these stats also has a core, which determines how fast it refreshes after it's used up, but it's a separate gauge for each of the three of them and different things improve the actual stat or the core. And that's different. And you want it for different things. And that's just me. Now we're get then we get into my horses and I can have a bunch of horses but it's which one my saddle is on is my horse. And I can call it, but only if we bond enough. Bonding with your horse is a very big thing. And on top of that, uh, there are certain pieces of equipment that are only on your horse. And so if you leave your horse without having gotten it, where did we leave off this time? Uh, so you were saying that... Uh... You just got done talking about the whole core stat thing, and I think you were finished talking about your own stats, and you started talking about a stats you have to worry about with your horse and bonding with the horse. And yep, and your horse has stats and cores, different ones. Well, actually, similar ones. Um, and equipment. You said that. Yes. Uh, yeah, because some equipment just has to live on your horse. And you know, and like you have different clothes, you have so many different clothes and equipment and things, and it matters in weird ways. Like, I think you're frozen. No, you're not frozen. You're just holding still. You need to move around more, so I know you're not frozen. Um, some equipment, if you don't grab it before you leave your horse, you just don't have it. Mm -hmm. um yeah. and all of this is before we get into the game <laughs> like the actual point of what you're doing and traveling around it at this point and and there are main quests 
storylines, but they're all over the place. Like there's just a bunch of different things. And I don't know. Sometimes I finish some of them and it makes new ones appear. And sometimes it doesn't. And, and there's just so much going on. And at this point, I find it quite stressful. Also, I'm very bad at everything. I'm very bad at horse riding. I have gotten into fist fights just because I'm not good at riding my horse around. Um, there are constant. Okay. Now we can sort of shift into the good and bad things. The world is insanely alive. There are constant things going on everywhere. And they very much have the feel of this is happening whether you are part of it or not. <laughs> um, and all sorts of conversations. You're part of an outlaw gang and you often do things with other members of the gang and you will have real serious conversations about like other members of the gang that you're worried about or frustrated with or having troubles and things like that. How you feel about the leader's decisions, things like all these conversations while you're riding your horse to different places. When I come back to camp at night, there's always people sitting around the campfire talking about something. And I just go and listen. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, weird shit. I, we have a, we have a rev. I still don't know the background of this, but we have a reverend in our camp. And I had to go hunt him down and save his life because he got drunk and almost got hit by a train. And then, like, that night, I'm coming back from some hunting, and he's there just talking to people about how he wish he was he wish he, he wasn't like this. And he's so and this isn't really him. And, and I'm like, oh my God, what is happening here? One night I lost all my sleep because one of the camp women just went to the campfire and just started singing. So I just went over and listened to her. And by the time she was done, it was almost dawn. Um getting money is surprisingly hard at this point because uh, I'm bad at everything. Um, I've been accidentally breaking the law a few times and that's weird. Cause that's the thing is you're an outlaw and the game is about being an outlaw, like robbing things, killing people. That's all like part of the game. Very much. You cannot not do those things. However, you there is a morality system and you can be a nicer version or a nastier version but there's no place that tells you how you're doing in terms of that morality scale mm -hmm. um you just occasionally get a little sign in the corner that says like is good or is bad and i don't always follow it case in point i'm riding along the other day and uh there's a guy by the side of the road and he's getting i think he's getting a rock out of his his horse's shoe or whatever and he's doing that and so i stopped because it's clearly a thing like <laughs> that it, it, the world is full of stuff but i'm like this is clearly a, a thing to do so i'm like i'll come over maybe there's a thing and i come over and get off my horse and his horse kicks him in the head and he just falls down like fucking dead i believe my character actually went well shit <laughs> and then the horse just took off <laughs> and I was like, all right. So I looted the body because he's dead, whatever. I think I got dishonor points for that. Mm. I'm like, I didn't kill him. <laughs> I just didn't want his stuff to go to waste. So I don't I don't always understand about that. And yeah, there are weird, weird bits in it, but the world is so freaking alive.
it's it's crazy. This is I can tell it hasn't got its hold in me yet, but I can tell it's gonna. Yeah. I'm already starting to care so much about so many aspects of this world and its characters and just like riding around. I will admit you have to ride your horse a lot more than some people might like to do. Mm. There is fast travel, but it is pretty limited. So there is a lot of horse riding and also not horse riding. I finally did my first bounty hunt. Oh, and I went and I got the guy. <laughs> it's it's a pre-programmed thing, so he falls in the river and you have to chase him, and like it's that's how it's meant to go or whatever. Uh, and so I'm chasing him in the river, running my horse, and uh, I just hit a rock, going like just full gallop, and I hit a rock and just flew off the horse <laughs> and didn't die. I was really surprised. I almost died, but I didn't die. But yeah, just went sailing. I'm a very bad horse rider. Uh, and I'm much worse with a wagon. Uh, but anyway, so I caught him and I tie him up to take him into the law. And I just did it on his horse. And then I sold his horse. Actually, I think I kept his horse, but I sold a different horse I had because his horse was bad. But that's the thing I learned, too, is you can sell horses. Uh, you get less money if they're stolen. And technically, I suppose this one was. So I didn't get a lot of money for it. And then I got my horse. I left it way up at the gorge. Where, so I had to walk or more accurately <laughs> run all the way back there. And it was not a short ordeal. Just run and run and run. And I would just run until my stamina runs out. And then I would walk. And my character is like. <laughs> stamina comes and what I did find is you get real good stamina experience. that way. Oh, sure. My little thing was going up good, but uh, just weird crap like that. And I really like my horse now, uh, but I got a couple of them in the back. The one I have is it was cheap and is very small, but she and I get along. Um, do you think you'll do the online stuff at all? or I think I might, uh, just because I like the idea of being able to make a custom character. Yeah, that is nice. Um, I tried to get my hair cut for the first time but the truth is i like how it, i like i got a big old bushy beard and i really like it i trimmed stuff up a little bit uh i do like that though because that's a thing in a lot of games like this where you can customize your hairstyle or whatever that's very common in this one you can't magically grow extra hair which is the case in most games that have this so like there are certain hairstyles i can't get unless i wait in game long enough for my hair to grow long enough <laughs> and like when i picked a hairstyle i could set the length but the maximum i could set it was the length it currently was and i found that very interesting I'm like, that's weirdly <laughs> realistic um i don't remember anything about that yeah 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 uh so yeah i think i think i like it there's just there's just a lot it really throws you in the deep end and gives you minimal direction. What I've kind of settled on now is, and this is the thing I do in these situations sometimes, is just trying to follow the plot until I feel a little more comfortable. But I like really want to get into hunting. I don't know why. I really, I really enjoy it, but I'm bad at it. And there's a very big thing about like getting pelts to sell and to make into things, but 
how you hunt affects the quality of the pelts and it's real easy to make a pelt real bad so i've been working on that a little bit um i'm getting a little better at hunting but i'm not very good um i'm not good at most of it i'm i'm really disappointed there's not a difficulty setting mm. so i could make things easy cuz I, I i've died a little bit but not too much mostly on missions uh early on and stuff but it's weird. I finally did something where I've got some money, so I went around and, and bought some things and stuff. But there's just a lot happening. But it it is it is very well done, and I anticipate spending a lot of time in it. Um, yeah, and be, I'm already starting to feel that I am more interested in my fake cowboy life than in my real life, so. <laughs> which is which is a sign that I have chosen the correct winter game. Okay. Good. So that's how that will go. Um, well, because we keep cutting out here, uh, we're almost out of time. Let's do an email, though. We got an email. Let's do it. Okay. At least I think we have at least one. Yeah, we do. We've got two. Um, so we'll just do Jazz, one. Jazz has an email that's the subject is how we receive our news. So here we go. I, I don't. Got into a disagreement with my brother about whether it makes any difference which device one gets one's news on. This started because my mom was telling us about a neighborhood Christmas party she went to before coming to Boston. She said her neighbors all united in warning her about visiting Boston because the mayor of Boston said the whole that white people aren't allowed on the streets anymore. <laughs> okay, sorry. That seems silly. I'm not sure what the origin of this craziness is, except that there was some controversy a couple weeks ago because Mayor Wu had a holiday gathering that was specifically for office holders that are people of color. Uh, that's right. I forgot about that scandal, but I don't see how that becomes white people aren't allowed on the streets anymore, but oh well. My mom told her neighbors that there was nothing to worry about since she isn't white anyway. <laughs> oh my God, this is hilarious. Silence ensued. But then my mom was going on to assert that her neighbors believe crazy things because they get their news from their phones. I began making the point that it doesn't matter what device you are reading or watching your news on, but the source of the news. My brother disagreed and said that getting your news on your phone does increase the chances that you are getting the news from untrustworthy sources uh, I think this argument was something like people are using phones more and therefore there's going to be more of an influence of algorithms. Anyway, what do you think, Jazz? Wow. I mean, I'm fascinated by all of this. Is the mayor of Boston white? No. Um I, I'm not, she's, um, uh, Mayor Wu is, um, I, I, I can't recall. Um, so a non-white mayor of Boston said that white people weren't allowed on the streets anymore? No, no, no. Um, so in, in uh, I don't know if she originated this or is this, this something that used, that happened that that Mayor Wu took over that part. I don't recall, but they were going to have a holiday get together um, for people of color, uh, off people who were in office, who, who held 
city office, you know, city yeah. council people. No, I get that. And that, that I can see the weirdness around that and a lot of complications there. How does that then translate to white people aren't allowed on the streets of Boston? That's what I can't figure out. That I mean, because to me, as I mean, that is an insane slash stupid sentence, no matter <laughs> who is saying straight up in my lifetime. And, and even if I live to be 107, Boston, Massachusetts will always be the most welcoming and the most safe for white people. I'm sorry, but Boston is a hugely white town. That is frankly hugely white supremacist in a lot of ways. Mm. Of all the huge cities, you're not gonna have a problem with. Um, I do love that none of Jazz's mom's friends knew she wasn't white. Um, but here's the thing: I get. I mean, it's it, this is all insane. I get a white mayor saying like oh my god the non-whites have taken over and it's like white people can't even be on the street anymore like i understand sort of the mindset to say something insane like that but a non-white mayor saying white people aren't allowed on the streets anymore just sounds like a straight up threat and that can't be wise Maybe we're not interpreting this right. Maybe Jazz's mom's friend said, said white people aren't allowed on the street anymore because of the new non-white mayor who only has a party for non-white. Well, That's I, the kind of random, ignorant white people bullshit that I could. Believe. Well, I think that was sort of the implication or the. Oh, it, that I was thought we thought. were saying that the mayor actually made some sort of public statement to the effect that white people are no, not speaking. No, right. I, I think Jazz is just speculating that because this was this is the race-based scandal that was going on in Boston, and so that somehow might be connected with this weird belief, um, which could or could be. I don't know. I mean, at its heart, I don't. I, I, I'm on. I agree with Jeff. At, at its heart, I can come up with some arguments as to why somebody would hold the position, though, that it's worse to get the news on your phone, and you're more likely to get inaccurate news on your phone. There's two layers to this that I see. One is what's the alternative source? Because if you're saying versus like TV, then I think there is an argument that your phone has a higher potential to give you uh, incorrect information because your phone, unlike the TV, has an infinitely larger number of sources. If it's the television, you've got your local news and like three news networks. So there's a limited number of sources. So if you assume that at least some of those sources are not bunk, then it's a percentages game. And you are more likely to have the correct one, as it were. If it's the internet, you have everybody's crazy idea out there. And that's and and so the odds, if you were to randomly pick a source of it being 
insane or much higher. There is also, if we want to expand this to other devices, laptops, tablets, that kind of thing, you still have the infinite sources of the internet. But unlike those devices, theoretically, I've always got my phone. And for a lot of people, there's news alerts and I'm always looking. So throughout the day, any little thing happens or any little person says something crazy or any sound bite from Joe Rogan's podcast could become an alert and pop up on my phone. And so in that instance, you would be getting more data. And again, statistically speaking, I suppose more of it's going to be inaccurate. Just as again, as a quantity issue. Um, but I don't know that I think those arguments hold up because I don't know. I don't, I don't get my news on anything because I don't get my news. Uh, yeah, what do you think? Well, there was a time where, uh, among media experts, the, the, there was a popular idea that the medium is the message that the way you get your news is going to impact how you see it. And one of the, one of the ways this happened was my mentor, Carl Couch actually participated in a study, did a study where he was looking at how people responded to Watergate. This was back when Watergate was actually happening, uh, depending on whether or not they get most of their news from television versus uh, newspapers. And um, when he asked people uh, who got their news from newspapers, what they thought of the, of uh, the Watergate situation going on, they, they had, they would explain, well, you know, the, first of all, they could explain what Watergate was, what the issues were, why they cared about the issues and so on. They were very, very good about explaining what they thought was going on and how they felt about it and why they felt about it. And then when they were asked, well, what do you think should be done? Um, the newspaper people would say, well, they should, you know, all these people should go on trial. And if, you know, if they're found guilty, this should happen and so on. But when they asked television people, they often couldn't really articulate very well why they thought what they thought or even what they thought. They were mostly very, angry or they were expressing uh, intense emotions around it and when asked what should be done i mean sometimes this almost none of them said well they should go on trial and then they should receive the just punishment or whatever they were like you know they should string those guys up or whatever else so so the conclusion based on that study was that yeah it, depending on what medium you use to get your news it's going to shape how you perceive it and how you respond to it now, in this case, or depending on the kind of person you are and how you respond to various things, you choose a particular medium by which you get your news. That's that's also a conclusion you can draw from that. Now, in this case, um, the it's it's hard for me to see as as stark a difference, say, between newspapers and television. Uh, because for, for one thing, all of the TV news sources are also on the internet, uh, and, and they operate oh, yeah. in, and they operate in similar ways. And I'm not sure that anyone today really sees much of a distinction between TV and internet, like, 
or and I don't I'm certain they don't see a distinction between I I watch it on this device versus this device. I just don't see how we're there's a there's a really significant or appreciable difference or maybe I don't see there's if there's an operational from a research perspective an operational difference between how someone getting news from YouTube <laughs> Especially if on YouTube they're watching CNN versus on their television, I mean it's mm, it it yeah, seems yeah. to all be the same. So I I'm kind of with Jazz here to say, I mean while coming from a uh, communication studies background somewhat as I do, I do appreciate possible differences between getting news from this medium versus this medium. I don't see a huge difference in how news is being consumed, whether or not a person's reading or watching it on their phone versus watching it on TV versus even getting reading it in their newspaper mm. versus reading it online, like reading the New York Times online, for example. It's all a big amalgam now in terms of the, it, it, the, the more important thing, in my observation with how people consume news is how often they consume it, right? They're not just watching it in the morning or reading it in the morning or whatever. They're getting it constantly. And, th and that speaks to your point a little bit about the statistics. Not only statistically are more bad sources available, there's more opportunities in your day for you to see those bad things. And yes. also- They will the just pop up on your phone. And also with the whole algorithm thing, more likely you'll go from one to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, and yes. seeing several stories have it reinforced in various ways. So, but again, to, to me, that's less about, you know, everyone wants to talk about quote unquote social media as if there's any other kind. Social media is this brand new thing that that we didn't deal with before. No, the difference today is is how you can take your internet with you everywhere and constantly be using it. That's the big change. It's not that it's social yes. when it wasn't before. And um, I think that's probably the biggest factor, not so much what device you're using. That's no, but opinion. I think to that point, now you say it this way, now now I think jazz is terribly wrong. No, um, <laughs> I do think you can make an argument that the phone as a news source great has greater facilitation of these unhealthy behaviors essentially it is easier for you to obsess over your news on the phone than mm -hmm. it is to obsess over your news all day on your tv unless you're sitting watching your tv all day agreed, agreed. so when it shakes out demographically it's possible that phone news folks are more have a greater tendency towards things sure, like that however none at best that is demographic statistics right what should be happening is no matter what device you're on you should carefully consider what your news source is you should not be constantly getting every little bit because the 24-hour news cycle is bullshit <laughs> um they're just killing time uh, they asked Val Kilmer about Amy Winehouse. I said that many times because it, Val Kilmer played a drug user in a movie one time. Um, they're just killing time. So, you know, don't be constantly checking it on any device and, you know, be careful about your source. Uh, be very careful about uh, 
getting your information before you act on any views you have and be aware that a lot of news stories don't how do I put this? Your opinion doesn't matter. There are a lot of news things where it's like, I have literally no impact on that and it has no impact on me. So I'll probably calm the fuck down. Right. So, I mean, a lot of people want to make a big deal out of algorithms and how they sort of take you down rabbit holes and things, but these things don't steal your choice or agency. And no. here's, here's the thing about, the internet, not not refer, not making reference to how ubiquitous it is and how you can take it everywhere you go. You can curate your newsfeed. You can uh, uh, get outside your bubble. You can open up your horizons and learn that there's all different ways to do things. So in other words, everything bad you can say about the internet, there's at least one good thing about it that would do the exact opposite for you in your life and enrich mm. it in many ways. So it's really about the choices you make. Um, I, I still think that uh, no, no matter how carefully and how well you use the internet, I think everybody could benefit. And this, I, su I suspect this will always be true. Everybody could benefit from limiting their use. Uh, I, I don't, just because you can, carry it everywhere and use it all the time doesn't mean you should. But you can also uh, use it smarter. And there's nothing about the device, right, that forces bad things to happen to you and, and forces you to go down rabbit holes and forces you to get whatever. Um, so, uh, yeah, I would I would say that, um, that there, there's a nuanced answer for sure, that I don't think it's the device per se but I do think, like you're saying, when you sort out the demographics and the statistics of it, it there's a there's a correlation there with yes. people who are having a problem, not causation, but correlation between people having a problem and and people who maybe have less of a problem. And we should make it clear. In the modern late stage capitalism version of the business of news and journalism. 99.999 100% of news sources are not attempting to inform you or educate. Correct. They are attempting to elicit an emotional response so you will engage. Mm -hmm. And yep. it makes no difference to them if it is a good one or a bad one. And it's not there that are much a surprising number of diehard Fox News viewers who fucking hate Fox News, but they get into watching it and being mad about it. Yeah, and and this isn't that much different than it ever was, by the way. It's just that a lot of the mainstream sources are competing with more people for that yeah. engagement and attention. And so it's whatever strategies they were using in the 80s to get people to watch their news instead of someone else's, which was many okay, times man. sensationalistic. Um, you know, it's... 80s and 90s. It's happening again.
all I all I was saying before that, that happened was uh, media mass media uh, people using scare tactics or sensationalism or whatever is not new. At the very beginning of journalism, that's what they did. In TV news, did that. It now uh, the mainstream sources are competing with other sources to be more outrageous, more whatever. And so all the media sources are are upping their game. This is just the same game. It's Except it is us. a little a little more uh, intense, but it's because of all the competition basically. And we're going right back to where journalism started in the you know in the 17th century, where everyone's competing. In okay okay i think we're done <laughs> i'm sorry all this is happening i don't know what's going on uh it's just scenes from a podcast getting little <laughs> vignettes today oh um if you want to email us and sound cool like jazz uh write us at the magical talking hat at gmail.com also go to the blog and theorize what we uh were talking about in between when we were disconnected <laughs> by ourselves like i i said a lot of things when y'all didn't hear me um uh, most of them swears uh Go to the blog, themagicaltalkinghat.com, and, and tell us your thoughts on uh, this news idea. I really feel like this is interesting. It feels deceptively like when when the question first came up, I'm like, obviously, this is the answer. And I'm like, oh. But yeah, the real answer is just be careful of your source and don't spend too much time obsessing over the news. <laughs> and and all sources are just trying to screw you over except us we are the only true accurate news source fair balanced objective all of that stuff the rest of them are fuckers and get out of your bubble it's not that hard no it's not See, that hard i cut off all of my news and stay in my bubble and it's just a bubble of one <laughs> um but i would say be aware of your bubble yeah um also no that's it i don't got anything else goodbye everybody this was the worst podcast ever yet another mystery solved by the hosts of the magical talking hat do you have a question that begs to be answered then please write the hat at the magical talking hat at gmail.com that's the magical talking hat at gmail.com Also, visit the hat at themagicaltalkinghat.com The music for this episode was provided by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.com <laughs>